Brad Nichols Podcast I keep saying things are gay and I don't know why I'm doing it. I used to do it when I was a kid. I actually don't remember if I did used to do it when I was a kid too much. But I mean, it, it was one of the things, not just kids, but people used to say, like, oh, that's gay. That's gay. You fucking gay. It wasn't really connected to homosexuality, but it it kind of was. It, it Sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't. Sometimes it was just something to say, like, oh, that's, you know, shit or boring or lame or something you know uh and then you'd say gay kind of just that was the word to say and you wouldn't always connect it to homosexuality but sometimes you would sometimes people would you know being like you're fucking gay that's gay that makes you sucking cocks that makes you take it up the ass that makes you a gay and do those things make you gay i think those things still make you gay right who knows in this in this world that we live in currently but i think sucking cocks and taking out the ass kind of makes you gay right or i mean giving it up the ass to a man with a penis makes making you gay i think that's still that's still the way it works uh, i mean maybe there are people out there who are gay that they don't even need to do those things anymore it seems like that's something that probably is happening. People just call themselves gay without having to put in the work. Um, that probably happens, you know. There's probably people out there doing that in the world we live in today. 
But calling things gay, calling people gay, it was just, you know, it was one of those things. It was a, it was an insult, a bit similar to the way people used to use retarded and the way I still use retarded. I'm not giving up that fucking word. No, I am not. I am retarded. I am a proud fucking retarded person and they are not taking my word away from me. That's one of my words. It's my word. It's one of my words. And then they're, they're not taking it away from me, okay? I'm still use that word. But I, I don't say really, or at least rec- until recently, I haven't been calling things gay and people gay, you know, in, in the way we used to use it. But for some reason, and I haven't been saying it out loud, but it's just been in my head. I've been, I've been calling, <laughs> I've been going, oh, that's gay. Ooh, that's gay. And it's it's funny because I'm not even I'm actually not I'm actually not using it in the same way that you know it used to be used. I'm using it in a way that is just very it's very odd because I'm saying it about things that I actually have no opinion on or you know, no real feeling inside um comes up. And also on things I like. And also, yeah, on things I don't like as well. It's just like, it's got stuck in my head. And I'm just, I just keep going, oh, that's gay. That's gay, that's gay. And I don't know why. The last episode of this podcast. Uh, <clears throat> the last, oh, uh, something in my throat. Uh, not just burps, there's something else in that. Drink some water. Ugh, hiccup, fucking hiccups. Weird burpy hiccups. And something in my throat. The last episode of this podcast is one of my favourite ever. There's a there's a few imperfections, I think. Um a few things where I'm like But overall, it's one of my favourite episodes. It really is, yeah. I mean, there are some imperfections. That there are some things where I am like, I know, <laughs> but I mean, I really did. I enjoyed creating that. I rec- I enjoyed recording it, and I enjoyed um, editing it as well. And I really enjoyed listening back. I en- I really enjoyed it all. I did, and it's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. I love Brad Nichols. I do. I was watching... uh, I watched my video, Stuck in Yangon. I watched one of my videos, it's called Stuck in Yangon, yesterday. And I mean, when I was watching it, I was just remembering how fucking filthy... Yangon is the largest city in Myanmar, in Burma. It really is like, it's the dirtiest place I've ever been. I don't even need to think about that. You know, I don't even need to go like, oh, is that true? And start running through all the places I've been. Like, no, 100% Yangon in Burma, largest city in Burma. Really dirty. 
I got really sick there as well. Um, I should make an episode on that. I am going to make an episode on that. It was the, it was the worst food poisoning I ever had, and it's that it was that kind of food poisoning where it's like, no, this is, this is serious, and this actually could kill me. And I think maybe I've said it before, but actually during the sickness, I wasn't thinking like that. But now looking back on it, and just knowing how bad it was, I really, you know. I know that it it really could have killed me that that level of food poisoning. It was really fucking bad, the worst I've ever had. It took, I mean, it definitely took over a week to get better, but it was it was more like two weeks until I was like much better. Yeah, it's just a dirty city. There's like fucking open sewers on the street, and there's just this constant smell of shit wafting through the humid hot air and just garbage just garbage everywhere the food's dirty i mean even in the hostel i was staying in there's horror stories like and this hostel was kind of like a nice uh a nice place you know like a nice accommodation it seemed like anyway um yeah, and I, I stayed in a few places, a few hostels, and stayed in a hotel as well. But that hostel, um, I mean, I went to get breakfast. There was included breakfast in the price. And I went down one morning to get breakfast. And, I mean, I got my bread. It was a simple thing. You know, there was, you know, some some bread and a toaster uh, and some jams, and some, you know, maybe some fruit or something, maybe, but, like, I fucking, I got my bread on a plate, and I was all excited to have my fucking bread, have my toast, I, I think I did my toast, I must have done my toast, and then I opened the jam, I opened the fucking jam, and hundreds, hundreds of ants, came out of the jam they were in the jam living ants okay just exploded out of the jam and started running everywhere and you know ran on my hat ran all up my hands it's a f- and all over the fucking the the fucking counter like it was a horror show and i still wonder like who <laughs> fucking closed the lid of that jam pot, you know, there, there, there was obviously ants already in the jam pot because it was sealed tight, and they were like, they looked like they were big ants, so I don't think they were babies. So who the fuck did that? And was it? Did someone do that as a prank? Or was it like a ha ha ants coming out of the jam pot? Like, but it didn't seem like that. It didn't seem like a kind of hey hey we got you kind of thing. It just seemed like a... It might have been... It might have been someone trying to do that. But... Actually... I really don't get the feeling... That it was someone like... Ha ha... I pulled a funny prank... Ants in the jam pot. I don't think it was that. I think it was... The hostel themselves... Must have just thought it was fine. Thought it was fine... To have ants in the jam. And the reason why I say that is because 
that was the city. Like, that en- encapsulates the city of Yangon. It's like the worst things. The worst things are just fine. How about we sell fucking plastic as cheese in a sandwich from a convenience store? Let's do that. Some weird fucking... Maybe some cheese spray on a piece of plastic. Let's sell that in a sandwich. Okay? And let's make everyone sick. Let's throw garbage all over the streets. Let's just be dirty. Let's have open sewers everywhere. You know, it was... Having said all of that, I actually did like Yangon. (laughs) I did. Even... And I didn't like some of the people, but I did like some of the other people. I mean, it's not like the place should be nuked to hell. It's more like the place is hell. Kind of enjoyable. Uh, Some nice things to see, but also just hell in terms of the, the cleanliness. Really, seriously, like... If you're a foreigner, like people in Yangon, maybe they, they their immune systems have got used to it. I think they probably have, um, mostly. But like, if you're a foreigner, and I mean, it's not like other places. That's the thing that you really need to understand. It's not like, like I've I've been sick in other Southeast Asian countries, in other countries, you know, uh, outside of Southeast Asia. I think, yeah. And you you can get you know food poisoning in you know rich Western countries and you know, but I mean when you go to Southeast Asia you, you kind of expect it. When you go to poorer countries, less developed countries, you kind of expect it. When I was in Vietnam, I also got some pretty bad food poisoning, but that was bad food poisoning. What happened in Yangon was, like, it was trying to kill me. It wasn't the kind of, hey, this is going to be annoying for a few hours or a few days even. No, it was like, it was real painful. Not the normal kind of painful that you get from food poisoning. It was really rough. Um... I couldn't stop throwing up. I couldn't stop shitting this weird, like, yellow, um, just liquid. Uh, and it would sometimes be a bit solid, just a bit, like, soft serve ice cream. Yellow soft serve ice cream. But also it would just be fucking liquid. Uh, I couldn't eat a single thing. Without throwing up. Like, I I remember I went... Are we doing the fucking Yangon episode now? No, we're not. We're not doing the Yangon episode now. Because I do want to do a full episode on it. Because it really is... It's an interesting story. And there's lots of things to go over. Uh, in that story. But, yeah. I went, just, I'll tell you a bit of it. So, I, one of the things I went to... I went to... Well, yeah, Lottie. Lottie Burger. You know, the fast food chain. I think it's Korean. Um, and I, I, Lottie is kind of alright. I've had it in a few places. 
I had it in Korea and I had it in a few other places. But, I mean, it's not the best. It's not the best fast food, but it's decent. Like, you can eat it and I enjoy eating it. It's fast food. Whatever, you know, just eat the food. There you go. I remember, like, maybe four or five days after I I first start first started having the symptoms of the food poisoning, I went to eat uh, in Lotte Burger, the restaurant, the fast food restaurant, and I got a burger and fries, and I took a few bites of the burger, maybe just one bite, and some of the fries, and I just had to go straight, run straight to the fucking bathroom, and I puked, I puked everywhere, actually, I sat, that's it, I sat like right next to the bathroom, okay, because I, I was thinking like, hey, I could throw up, and I hadn't eaten anything in a few days, really, and I ate a few bites or something, and then I just turned around, fucking went straight into that bathroom, and puked, uh, puked all those bites up, and fucking just all this weird liquid, you know, all the acid and everything in my stomach. That was a rough one. It's it's it wasn't the kind of usual food poisoning. And I'm sure you can get that kind of food poisoning in in other places, but what I'm saying is I think you go to Yangon or maybe even if you go to Myanmar in general, there is much more of a possibility to get that kind of severe sickness. And I had a severe sickness there. Uh and yeah, I mean, like it, it probably would have killed someone who wasn't as healthy. It would have killed someone who was much older than me. Like, if you're in your fucking maybe even 60s or 70s, it, it probably would have fucking killed you. And maybe even if, you, if you're young, much younger, it would have killed you. Or if you've got some kind of real serious underlying conditions. Fucking, you're leaving Burma in a fucking coffin. Really? Seriously? Your dead body's gonna be flying out of Myanmar. Yeah, it's a it's a dirty place. Would I go back? Absolutely. I would definitely go back. I would. I. I mean, I kind of do want to go back because I didn't see really anything else except Yangon. I had a plan in place to you know go to different cities and travel around Myanmar, but I mean that sickness pretty much took up all of the trip <laughs> so yeah uh, and honestly i just kind of did want to get out of there out of there um after i was that sick i mean i stayed a while after i was sick and i did some stuff had some fun but yeah i would go back but i would from day one not eat anything other than you know the the fa- the real fast food chains they have there you know the international type of fast food chains they have there. That's all I would eat. And that that's all I did eat after after I, I did experience that terrible sickness. Yeah, it's a great video though, Stuck in Yangon. I think it's up in various places. I think fans have put it up on YouTube. Uh, and that's fine to do currently. It's currently fine to do that. Maybe one day I will take them all down because I just feel like it. 
Um, because I can do that because it's mine. It's my copyright. But if you're a fan and you want to, you know, spread the love of Brad across the world and the hate of Brad across the world in different places, um, in external places, then you can you can do that currently. Um, yeah. Is it up on my website? Let me check. Is it up? Let me. I'm going to go see. Let's get a video. Bradnichols.com slash video. Let's check it out. No, it's not up on my website right now. Yeah, but it's a great video. I love that video. Um, I do. So it was fun making. And ultimately, even though I got sick, it was still a fun trip. It was still a fun experience in in Myanmar. Um, and I, I would go back. I would go back. But I just wouldn't fucking eat anything other than Lotte, the pizza company. I remember they had this place called the Pizza Company. Uh, I think they had KFC. I remember KFC. Maybe a Burger King. Maybe can't remember a McDonald's. I don't think they had a McDonald's. I don't I don't remember eating McDonald's. Yeah. I'd go back. I'd go back uh, and experience more of Myanmar. Just don't fucking I just wouldn't eat anything. Don't eat anything on the street. Don't eat anything other than, you know, international fast food chains. Yeah. But you should go watch that video. Go find it and, and go watch it. It's a it's a great video. But Yangon is filthy. It really is a filthy place. And I think people who are from Yangon and Burmese people would agree. You know, they would agree. Like, yeah, this place is fucking filthy. I mean, we've got, you know, and have pretty much always had awful fucking governments who don't care about the people. That's why maybe it's fucking dirty. Okay? Yeah. I mean, maybe they try. Maybe they try and clean things up, but. Should we talk about the boy who needs attention more than anything? And attention for attention's sake. People be thinking, like, I think it's, I mean, I'm not even sure, really. I mean, people know that Elon Musk only does things for the attention, right? They know that. But I think also people think that he's doing it for attention so that he can convert that attention into, ooh, going to Mars and doing the, you know, ooh, saving the fucking planet from climate change and electric vehicles, blah, 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 blah. Helping people put shit in their brains for stroke victims and people who can't move their limbs. That's why he's, you know, getting the attention. No. 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 He, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing like that. He literally does everything just for the attention. It's not to convert it to something else. It may appear like that. 
<laughs> to people who, you know, don't think much and can't really see through people. But I think a lot and I can see through people. And I mean, Elon Musk, the only thing he does, every, every single thing he does for attention. Okay, it's not to convert the attention. If you're trying to get attention to convert the attention to other things, you know, that's great. But if you are just out there desperately trying to get attention, it's just sad and desperate and pathetic and hilarious. <laughs> it really is. That be all the things that Elon Musk is. And apparently... He's another thing. Apparently, he's actually another thing. Apparently, he is a creepy race. Maybe he's a racist as well. But he's a rapist. He's definitely a rapist. Elon Musk is a creepy racist and a creepy rapist, maybe. You see, when I fuck up a word, I save it, don't I? I meant Elon Musk is a creepy rapist person. Yes, I did. That's what I meant to say, that Elon Musk is a creepy rapist person. But it came out as racist. And maybe he is racist. <laughs> Seems like that's also something that... Actually, he fucking is, isn't he? There's that whole um, Tesla black people. Black people being mistreated. Black workers being mistreated and things. Isn't there? No, there definitely is. I don't know the details on that one. But I, I, I have... Um, I've seen it. You know, that Tesla treats black people horribly. So yeah, Elon Musk is a creepy racist person, and Elon Musk is a creepy rapist person. And I'm not I'm not even like it's it's possible that he isn't a rapist or a racist. It's possible he's done all of these things just for attention. Mouth open, tongue stuck out. Fucking need in that juice. Fucking pick me girl juice all the way. Anyway, apparently he is a he's a, he's a rapist person now. Well, there's there's been no news stories that he's actually raped anyone yet. He's done some sexually uh, sexually misconducting things. He's done some. Uh, should we call it molesting? I think we can call it molesting. Touching people, showing them penis, uh, your dumb penis, unintelligent penis, when when they don't want to see it. That is... That's sexual molestation. I think that goes in that category. Yeah, he, he's doing he's doing that now. Or he has been. In the past, he's done it anyway. Maybe he doesn't do it anymore. Unlikely, but maybe. What a desperate person. Seriously, a desperate person. But I, I was going to read the article uh, in The Guardian, uh, but I don't think I'm going to. I don't think I'm going to. There's no need. There's no need to read that here. prison put him in a cell somewhere don't allow him to get the attention he needs and just let him kill himself just let him kill himself through lack of 
because of lack of attention. Let it happen. And really, just put the poor fuck out of his misery. Okay? Give him a bunk bed. Give him some prison clothes. And come back in a few days. And, you know, open it up. And uh, there you go. There is a poor individual that has been put out of his fucking misery. Because it's got to be miserable. It's got to be a miserable existence to only need attention, you know, and have to pretend, have to constantly pretend you're this other thing, you know, when all you are is an empty thing that just a, a vessel that needs to be filled up with attention juice, pick me girl juice. It's just, it's sad. It's very sad, but let's stop talking about him. Let's stop talking about him. Uh, yeah. He's probably listening to this right now, isn't he? He's probably listening, going, yes! Mm -hmm. I got on Brad Nichols' podcast again. Yes! He's fucking obsessed with Brad Nichols' podcast. Yeah. I don't think we're going to talk about him again for another 67 episodes. I have a mustache currently. I have a mustache and a goatee and a bit of a beard. It's crawling. The hairs are crawling up towards my ears. Actually, they they are. It's it's it hit my ears. But I mean, the sides of the sides of my uh, beard are always. It's the last to come in, and um, I don't I don't really like them. That's why I keep... Because it's not, it's not like a full bushy beard, you know. So that's why I usually go for... If I'm if I'm growing facial hair, I usually go for the moustache and goatee combination. Shave the side, shave underneath. That's usually what I like to go for. And I mean, I've, I've been growing it for a few weeks. Maybe around a month, maybe longer. But it's, it's, it's kind of... The mustache has got to that point where it's growing over my top lip and kind of curling under my top lip. And I can kind of put the the sides of the mustache in my mouth like and kind of chew on them. And I can, you know, stroke my goatee with my hands. Yeah, it's got to that point. I think I'm going to shave it soon though. I love and hate this kind of setup. I I love being kind of freshly shaven. But at the same time, I do look very young when I'm freshly sh shaven. I think I look five to ten years younger than when I have facial hair. It just depends on my mood. It depends on my mood. It does. But yeah, I think I'm going to shave soon. Because I'm kind of getting a bit sick of it. I need. I, I feel like I need a change in that in that area in that department. Okay, I think this episode is over. It's been a fun episode. This is Brad Knuckles' podcast. How about you become a patron? 
How about you go and do that right now? And give me some money. Because I fucking deserve it. Yes, I do. See you in the next one.